critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. Hi, Hello. Hello on the radio. What's happening, gang? This is the Doc G Show. Yes. I am your host, Doc G, with me, hmm. completing the radio troika, none other than Dave Burley Man Berlin and Justin Hype City Evangelista. I'm back, baby. What's what up, ride? listeners? Oh, my gosh. The radio menage a trois is here. The Ew. triumphant is back. My gosh. The Arc de Triumph. Ready for a good threesome. I'm not sure how that works. It's a landmark in France. Hey, you retained that from our story. Mm -hmm. That's good for you, Justin. That's yeah. Guys, you both are headed to weddings Say what? This, this weekend, correct? This, oh, yeah. this coming weekend. Wedding season. Are you excited about that? Nope. Love weddings. I'm about to catch that garter. Oh. Huh? Oh. You know what I'm saying? That got You're sensual next. there. What? Uh, no, what? I just like catching garters. You just like catching things? Not even if it's at, like a wedding I'm not even invited Knock to. Knock over some girl. Uh -oh. Uh oh! I just threw a hacky sack. You at lied. Him. That's what because happened. there's no hole. Because there's a. I'm That's true. You need hole. something to grab. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> grab it by the I got, hole. I got it. I you got gotta it. grab life by the hole. I hear you. If we can hmm. take one thing away from this show. <laughs> uh, so guys, nope. uh, thanks to our friends at Glamour. And and by thanks, I mean I stole some questions from Glamour. Hell yeah. Um, nice. we're go I'm going to make sure that you guys attending this wedding are ready yes! to attend this wedding. We need to be prepared. You mm -hmm. need to know the etiquette of weddings. Okay? So I've got some true-false questions to make sure you know that you're properly participating in a wedding. Are you guys ready? Yes. Okay, true or false? If a wedding invitation doesn't explicitly state that you can bring a guest, you shouldn't bring a guest. True or false? Hmm. True. Yeah, wait. Oh, if it doesn't say? Doesn't explicitly state that you can bring a guest, you shouldn't bring a guest. True. You're both correct. That is true. Nicely done. Hell yeah. Guys. I'm ready. All right. True or false? If a wedding invitation doesn't explicitly state that you should send an RSVP, you don't have to. Hmm. False. False. Nicely yeah! done, guys. Two two. That is false. Oh. Fun Woo! fact. Last three weddings I've been, I haven't sent an RSVP. Oh. Why? Because I'm a turd, yeah. and you shouldn't invite you me to your wedding. Butthole. That's that's don't pretty much it. Don't listen to glamour. That's either. I don't. You're lucky you no. got food at that wedding. Well, you, you know. I, I didn't really want to go in the first place. I was Dang. forced to go to all three. Anywho, uh, true or false, if the couple registered the wedding, but you don't, uh, but you know the groom and the bride well enough, you don't need to choose a present from the registry. Hmm. So, the couple registered the wedding, yeah. but you know the groom and bride well enough, you don't need to choose a present yeah. from the registry. True. Sure. Hmm. If you know I'm good enough. Yeah, I think you can break the bend the rules a little bit, right? True. False. Ah! Uh, it's all right. It's a good thing we went over this, guys. Why? Don't go off the registry. They spend a lot of time. That's what Glamour says. Oh, spend they spend a ton a of time, time choosing the things they need. More like Don't be does. turds yeah. <laughs> and choose something off that list. Get them that salt and pepper shaker. I don't want cake platter. They've really the toaster will never use again. Yeah! Uh, true or false? If you have purchased a very large present hmm. and uh, you know that it's going to be in the way, it's going to be obtrusive because it's so huge, you don't have to bring it to the wedding. You can just ship it to their house directly. Hmm. False. Bring that thing in and show off that you got the biggest gift there. Dang, that's crazy. Jeez. What do you think? True. Justin's ah. ahead. Justin's ahead. And fun fact on this one. 
I usually try to go under this veil, this thinly covered veil that I got a present that big because I didn't get any present at all. That's, That's okay. usually what I go with, okay. right? It's usually what I go with because let me tell you, last three weddings too, no present. Girl, come on. I'm that hey, guy. No Dang. Present. No present. No nor. RSVP. No present. All right. This man doesn't care. Not not too much. No, not about weddings. Nope. Uh, true or false, you cannot wear white at a wedding. Hmm. That includes guys. True or false? What? You can't wear white. I'm pretty sure I've seen white like dress white, shirts. White like, what do you mean? Like, uh, white uh, all uh, over? Uh, or? White ensemble. So oh, for, white for ensemble. Guys, white pants. Uh, for ladies, white dress. Yeah, they true, can, you cannot. True. That's that's this is true, guys. This is true. You and cannot you wear probably white. wore all <laughs> white at all three weddings, you a hole. <laughs> this you one I followed. White, <laughs> head, <laughs> white, white shoes. This one I followed. Although I'll be honest, I really didn't want to dress up for any of those three weddings. That was <sighs> that was tough. My mom actually on the last one forced me to wear a jacket because I wasn't going to wear a jacket. And she was like, you wear a jacket, you heathen. Girl, come on. And I was like, all right. Fine. Um, fine, mom. <clears throat> and that's right. I was 30. That's a fact. And that was mom making <laughs> me wear a jacket when I, I was 30. I don't want to go, mom. It's true. All right. Here we go. Along with con- congratulating the bride and groom, you should congratulate the family of the bride and groom as well. Hmm. True, yeah. I think that's say, just say like. Say the mom yeah. and dad. Yeah, it's true. True, true. All right, ready. Fun fact on this one. The last wedding I went to, I only knew the groom. I'd never met his wife before the uh, wedding. I successfully did not talk to her the whole wedding. Hey. There we go. I'm in that same situation, too. I don't even know the groom. I know the bride, though. Yeah, I would. uh, Like, I've never met the groom in my life. Not glamour. Ben's suggestion, avoid. Yeah. Avoid that groom. I've only the whole met time. them both one time. They're Christie's friends. That's way it, it's way nice. too hard. Way too hard to have to talk that whole time. Mm-hmm. It's not as easy as making a show. No. You can talk about whatever you want on a show. Yeah, what do you At talk about? At a wedding, to, you, you have to, to talk about, about specific things. Yeah. Whatever they want to talk about. Oh, Anyways, true or false? Last question. Here we go. If you're attending a wedding that has a guest book. Make sure you sign it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess True. you have to, but guestbooks are stupid. Like they are dumb. Wait, what? You're never gonna look at it again. Just well, look at the pictures. Well, dude. we all know. That Justin won this because he got one more. But yes, that is true as well. You have to you have to sign the guest book. Fun fact on this one: you didn't sign the guest book. The wedding before last, he they threw had the guest book away. The wedding before last, <laughs> they had a guest book and they had assigned seating at the reception. Ooh. I talked my table into signing the guest book as the Wolf Pack. And we assigned each other all fake names. Sweet. Nice. Yes. yes. Dude, you know how to make weddings fun. I try because they normally are pretty lame. They're going back through it. Lame. Who is Shadow? Who is Shadow, Who is Shadow? and Nitro at the Wolfpack <laughs> table? What <And> is that? <laughs> I don't understand. All right, Dave. I think we can safely say you guys are ready for this oh, wedding. Yeah, we're ready to crash. Yeah. For sure. Yes. And we can safely say that anyone listening will not invite me to their wedding. Yes. Yes. All right. In light of this news, don't do are, it, guys. Are we ready to fire the show up? Fire it up. Fire it up, baby. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. All right, guys. We've got an awesome show. We've got new music from Big Thunder and the Rumblefish. Say what? We have got new music from the Mike Friend Band. Oh, hey. What? And Breakhaven. Sweet. So we've got three new songs from these artists. These are these songs, to my knowledge, haven't made the airwaves yet. So we're breaking these songs. Breaking the All airwaves. three new songs are coming in. Then, not only that, but we've got comedian Jake Adams on the show. Can you handle all this it's craziness? Jam-packed show. That's right. I bring it to you guys and the listeners. Sweet. That's right. You're full of yourself. Wait, what? <laughs> Look at that smile. I'm excited about the show, guys. <laughs> Good Lord. Coming down on me. Jeez. It's not like you guys invited me to your wedding. Nope. And I didn't because we don't want present. to. Because I want no shadow in my guest book. <laughs> what? I'm coming. And I'm Damn. writing shadow. On your guest book. He's Anywho. He's going to bring a big empty box to your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Just the <a> troll. 
Guys, there's a big don't open it until after the wedding. And but don't my, lift you, it. You're not going to believe the present I got like you. like four people for this one. Exactly. As, man, that'll be a downer. All right, let's start at where we normally start at birthday suit, guys. Happy All right, this is a doozy. Hmm. Our first birthday suit is a doozy. Okay. Believe me, Justin, you're going to like this one. Why? Our birthday suit wearer was born in Alberta, Canada on November 15th, 1974. Our birthday suit wearer started playing music at the young age of nine. He learned how to play guitar at the age of 13, and by the early 90s, had a grunge band called the Village Idiots. That's a fact. The band changed their name in 1995. They changed it because of how many times they heard their bassist, who also worked at uh, Starbucks, say to customers, here's your Nickelback. The band reached their big break when they recorded Silver Side Up in 2001 with songs like Too Bad, How You Remind Me, and never again. Our birthday suit wearer was the lead singer. Name that birthday suit wearer. Hmm. Wait, wait. Name that. Okay. Were you on. even listening? I'm sorry. That? Here, it's it's. Shout out Chad. to Chad Kroger. There we go. Everybody. Thank you. Good lord. What was just I, the, he was so down. Justin so playing down. with his microphone, moving it with his chin. Girl, come on. That's what I've Shout got. Shout out to Chad Kroger, but you already have me at the nickelback one. Listeners, that's what I have to deal with with the co-host here. Jeez. So you lost me in everything else. I'm gonna have to take but away shout your out microphone. To Chad Kroger. <laughs> You're gonna lose your microphone privileges. Yes. Yes, it was Chad Kroger. Shout out to Chad Kroger. Shout outs to him. Hello. Good for him. Good Good old Levine. Chad no longer, no longer tied to Avril Lavigne because they got okay. divorced. Unfortunately for him, he's out there just being a rock cougar. What? Whatever. A rock Kroger. Oh. oh. There it is. <laughs> what? Shout outs to Kroger grocery stores. It's a Kroger. Blam. Really. They're they're from Ohio. Do you know that? That's a fact. Oh yeah. I've only yeah. seen them in Georgia. I've only seen them in Georgia too. But that's as far as they come down. Like basically as far as they've made it down. They haven't made it to Florida yet. Okay. Still dominated we been by up to Ohio yet. by Publix. Still dominated there. You know, we're a Publix state. Yeah, we are. Anywho, guys, are you ready to rip some headlines? Rip it. All right. Here we go. And now the news. Guys, you know what this show does, right? You know what we talk about. Come on. Girl, come on. You can't always open up with this. Just do yeah, it. It's we records. Can. It's a world we record. We can. That's it's right. It's a world record. It's records. <laughs> Thank it. you. It's you the same it. thing every time. It's records. Blame. Okay, we do records. Yeah, we do. Don't sass me, Justin. All right, anyways. Wait, what? Geez, are we going to have to break up? We're going to have to break up this show. I'm going to have to put the music on early, and we're going to have to go talk about you playing with your mic. <laughs> Look at the chin. <laughs> Anywho, so, okay, this record, guys, do you know what it's for? Hmm. Karate. Good guess. Um, breaking things. Good guess as well. This Guinness Book World Record is for the fastest speed in a body-controlled jet engine-powered suit. Woohoo! Huh? That's right. Engine-controlled suit. Yeah, basically looking like Iron Man, a suit that flies through the air. Oh, how fast. Ex- except in this one, it's a bit lame because there's just three rocket-propelled jet engines on his hand that sort of shoot out. How yeah. is that lame? Lame. It, it, looks, it looks goofy. Okay. There's, these <laughs> giant, there's these three giant like cylinders on his arm that you're like, well, that's... That's not natural looking. Iron Man doesn't have any of those. Yeah. But anyways, Richard Browning set this record. And hats off to Richard because Lord knows I've been trying to obtain the fastest speed in the body-controlled jet engine-powered suit for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been able to do it. But he did it. He beat me to it. Richard Browning, the founder and chief test pilot at Gravity Industries. Hmm. Gravity Industries. They measured cool Browning's speed over 328 feet, and they clocked him at 32.02 miles per hour. Nice, nice. 32? That's right. 
Yeah. Are you laughing at that? That is how fast you go. That's how fast you go in a neighborhood. Can you run that fast? Almost. No. Nope. No. I've been clocked in at 31. No, you haven't. Nope. That's yes, have. all exaggerations. It's 31. 32. Were you 10 feet above ground when you were clocked at that speed? No, just nine. That. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> come on. Of course. Well, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, though. Uh, he did set the record. There were a lot of people there. He did it above a lake. And he actually fell in the lake at the end of it. Cool. Right. I cool. think they ran out of kerosene. That's what it's powered by, uh-huh. apparently, is kerosene, which I was like, I don't see how that works. But uh, there are two things, right? Because he had the, the 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 actual engines on his wrist, and then he had two giant tanks of kerosene on his back. Hmm. Looked like a real goofy version of Iron Man, I'm going to be honest. Like the first like Iron Man where he has like the big Yeah, where he really yeah. where he really screwed up. Yeah. yeah. Before they got technologically advanced. But mm-hmm. who knows? You guys start somewhere. I was about to say, here in a couple of years Richard Browning will have it. He'll, he'll have like, the real he'll be going suit. like a thousand miles per hour. And- exactly. Exactly. Guys, do you ever take baths? Yeah. Not together, but just take baths. Hmm. I love baths. You I'm do. A bath guy. What? For real? Wait. I what? got uh, ridiculed for taking baths. By who? Me? Just. No, I don't <laughs> know. My brother makes fun of me for doing it. Yeah, but I man. They like. They tell me like I, I'm bathing in my own dirty water. Why do you guys like to take baths? Well, I don't anymore because. I like to yeah. relax and just chill. And Soothing. Yeah, it's like if you like you look like a bath. If you guy. like run or play basketball for like three hours, and you're like, I don't want to stand up and take a shower. I got gotcha. you. So it's I'm true. You don't want to use your legs. Exactly. Legs are for suckers. Long day. Yeah. You know, I gotcha. A, you know, have a uh, those things. Suck. A brew. A beer in the bathtub. A beer. Oh my gosh. I like a beer. A brewski. Yeah. A brewski in the bath. And a, yeah. Uh, I'm not big on baths, but I do hear I folks can, I can en- see that. enjoy the soothing. Well, let's be honest. If somebody walked into a bathroom and I was in a bathtub and there was just hair floating everywhere, mm, like that would be. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> There'd just be tentacles of hair going Gross. every which way. <laughs> Anyways, we don't need to go down that bad image train. Uh, I'm not big on baths, but some people are. Could I entice you guys into a bath that smells like fried chicken? Sweet. No, no, I don't think so, man. Well, KFC Japan announced that they have teamed up with Japanese retailer uh, Village Vanguard to create chicken-scented bath bombs. The freaking mm. Japanese are always uh, always doing these crazy things. Right? Man. They crafted it with the fast food signature 11 herbs and spices. Oh, okay. Right? Nice. Who wouldn't want to be in there just mm. smelling like some chicken? Work. Me. My goodness. <laughs> what do you do with the turkey for Thanksgiving when you have it soaking in the water and stuff? Um, the salt water. When you're when you're brining it. Brining it. Brining. You're basically brining, yeah, you're brining, brining yourself. yourself. Yeah. 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 Making and then yourself. Fry yourself. Well, it reminds me of the Seinfeld episode where uh, where Kramer's using butter as a san- uh, suntan lotion, and then he falls asleep. And he gets mm-hmm. basted in butter, and Newman tries to eat him. Yeah. That reminds me of this. Like yeah, I feel it's, like it's if somebody's doing this, they're gonna get eaten by one of their friends. Yeah, one of their friends is gonna have skip, skipped lunch and be like, mm. "Well, when we see you know cannibals, you know, start rising up in Jap- in Japan, we'll know why." <laughs> you know. All right, you heard Kentucky listeners. Fried people. Keep keep a keep a lookout mm-hmm. for cannibalism. Yep. KFP. I'm worried about it, and so are Dave and Justin. Uh, Justin, have you ever been to Thailand? No. Why'd you ask me Dave? that? Why'd you only <laughs> ask me Why that? Him first? Why'd you ask me that? Because you're Asian, dude. You're messed up, man. <laughs> Wait, what? No, is it not closer to to the Philippines? Yeah, but you never go there th- when you uh, fly. Yeah, it's not. It's not a. I've been to Taiwan. Okay, that doesn't count. Nope. That's not for this story. But still, Man. interesting. Maybe in another story. Maybe some point in time. Bangkok. No. What? Okay. But right. Dave never I have been not, to Thailand. Thanks for asking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, next time I'll ask you first. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, you have to ask him if you've ever been to. Hmm. I'll ho- hold on. Yeah, just Germany. hold on just a second. Uh, Dave, have you ever been to Germany? I have not. Uh, hey, Justin, have you ever been to Germany? Hmm. <laughs> Does it no. feel even now? No. Okay. Girl, come on. 
sorry. We'll work it out when we talk about your misbehavior with your microphone. Here we go. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, uh, Dave, Justin, let me tell you about. See how I switched it there. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about a monkey story mm. from uh, from from Thailand. So apparently in Thailand, some workers at the Insaw Bazaar. Wait, what? I think Insaw I'm pronouncing Bazaar. that. So the marketplace uh, prop- or something? Yeah, it's a marketplace. They were uh. confused uh, because every time they left work and they would come back after work, their motorcycles would no longer have any gas in them. Jeez. And they were like, what's the deal with that? Someone's getting siphoned. So somebody set up a camera on their motorcycles to find the perp. And they found out... It was a monkey. Nice. That's a fact. Yeah. They're evolving. And apparently, this monkey was addicted to gas. It was just drinking the gas. That's scary. First off, I didn't even know monkeys could get addicted to gas. I mean, you know, that's that's pretty obvious. Anybody could. Second of all... I don't think that monkey's going to live much longer. Nope. Like, so just let it keep drinking the gas. Yes! Like, I mean, that can't be too healthy for a monkey's metabolism. Nope. I'm guessing he's not going to live that long. But I would probably just let him keep doing it just for the sheer fun oh. of seeing a monkey high on gas Wait, what? around my motorcycle. You know? Yeah. monkey. But, I mean, you know, how did he first come about that? Yeah, how is he like... Mm. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. I love gas. Yeah, I love motors. I mean, I've heard of of, of, of sniffing gas, of inhaling the fume, you know, getting high from the fumes. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that monkeys just went straight for the gusto. Dude. Just went for the drink. I'm surprised I didn't like burn through his stomach. Serious stuff. The monkey don't care, man. But guys, have you done any flying lately? No. Mm. Mm. Aside yeah. from your nine feet in the air sprinting. Besides that, Justin, it's more of a glide. More of a glide, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. You have? Yep. Did you fly American Airlines? I did not. They're oh. too expensive. Oh well, we're not focusing on that in the story. Nope. Um, <laughs> if you would have flown American Airlines, you may have seen Betty Nash. America! Oh man, Betty Nash was celebrated this past week. For her 60 years of service as a flight attendant. Wow. Just quit. Jeez, so what? Come on, hey, come no on now. She's 80 years old, Betty. She started when she was 20. That's a fact. Hey. That's right. That's impressive. Betty said she always knew it's what she wanted to do. She was with her grandma in an airport and saw a flight attendant in the airport and said, boom. That's it. That's it. Yep. Right there. That's what I want to do. I'm not sure if I've ever seen anyone in an airport at any time and said I want it to be them. Nope. I don't think I've ever had that happen. I feel like girls really, like, when they're flight attendants, they love it. They, what? No, it's They're born to do it, apparently, yeah. in the case of Betty. Yes! that's uh, Although I've seen, some pretty, I've seen some pretty disgruntled airline uh, flight attendants oh, in yeah. my day for as sure, well. For sure, for so, sure. You know. They ask her if uh, she was worried uh, if technology will replace her job. And she said, they'll never phase out the flight attendant. Nope. Because they need the human touch. What? Because they need human interaction. Yes! You're right, Betty. Betty's touched a lot of lives. You're right. Touch me, Betty. That's exactly what United Airlines thinks, too. That's why they drag people off their planes. Oh! You see what I did there? That wasn't Betty, though. That wasn't Betty. No, she guys. Would never that was that. American Airlines, not not United Airlines. Betty's on American, so she's flying high with those guys, rocking it out at 80. You go, Betty. Anyways, go, guys, girl. let's stop faking the funk. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So, first headline. Uh, Maine City Police seeking owners of dentures left at a polling unit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Got it. Okay. Second uh, headline. Dentures found in the stomach of a dead Maine moose. Hmm. That one sounds cooler than the first one. Yeah. I don't think you can make that up. Dead Maine moose. Real one, right? Yep. I made it up. That's it. You guys both lost. That was it. The real one. You suck. Maine City City Police seeking owners of dentures left at a polling place. Apparently, a city clerk in Maine has been looking for the owner of an unusual item 
left behind by a voter this past week during the. Uh, Why did the, the voter have to take out his mm, dentures? Apparently, he's like, before I vote, no, let, me let me take, take my <laughs> dentures out. Tough thought. <laughs> It'll definitely. He can't me, think without with his <laughs> dentures in. Come on, I gotta guys. feel my gums first before I make this decision. Some people feel their guts. I feel my gums. Oh yeah. my god! Exactly, the false teeth, which were found in an unmarked plastic bag. Oh, so sick! He was being safe. You know, he didn't just lay them on the table. He was like, let me put these. And we're saying he. We don't know. It could be a she that fills it in her gums. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Anyways, he or she uh, put it in a plastic bag, left it on the table. Anyone who knows uh, the identity of the now toothless voter is being asked to call the city clerk's office. That's sweet of them. Yeah. So hopefully, I'd say, you know, in that case, I bet they got a... They got a backup set. Yes! You would hope. I bet they got a backup set. Yes! Because I bet they forget them in a lot of places. <laughs> probably. Anyways, guys, I mean, if they have to make them to make all decisions, they're probably going to set them down in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. It's like my dad and his glasses. He has like like 18 sets because yep. he loses them every five seconds. So, you know. Anywho. My dad does the same thing. Yep, see? Yeah, there you go. All right, we're going to take a musical break. We're going to hear two songs. Say what? On the Doc G Show. First, we're going to hear from former guests Big Thunder and the Rumblefish with Moving Along. Sweet. And we're going to hear the Mike Friend Band with their single, Burn It Down. Justin, you remember the last song we played for them, Don't Count Me Out? You remember that? Yeah. Mike said this song has a similar feel. So he thought we might like it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he made a special mention for us. I'll be the judge of that, Mike. What? Well, get ready to strap on your rocking boots. Because here it comes. Get ready. Keep it locked on the Doc G Show.
And we are back here on the Doc G Show, Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Check out the podcast. Do it. Boom. Do it. There it is. Love it. Feel Feel it. it. Oh! That was uncued right there, folks. Anywho. Great minds think alike. Are you ready for the next birthday suit, guys? Yeah. Hit me with it. Born in Edison. New Jersey, on November 15th, 1995. Who Grew up in Piscataway, New Jersey. His father played basketball on the Monmouth University team and coached at the Piscataway uh, Technical High School. Piscataway. I'm guessing that's how you say it. I like that one. Piscataway. Oh, it is? Oh, because he's he's familiar with the New Jersey area. I was about to say, I'm sure somebody from New Jersey will call me up later and be like, hey, idiot, it's not Piscataway, it's Piscataway. What? Or something weird that I can't even say. Anyways, okay. uh, The peace silence. So, he coached at Piscataway High School, Technical High School, as a, that's his dad. As a freshman in high school, he ended up leading his team to the New Jersey State Championship and earning a top position in the ESPN Nation ranking of high school players. In high school, he also recorded two quadruple doubles with points, rebounds, blocks, and assists. Jesus. He was recruited by John Calipari and played for the for Kentucky Wild. Oh, is this Carl Anthony Towns? Boom! He jumped in. He jumped in. Oh, I guess the quadruple. Yeah, double the quadruple double thing, and then yeah. Calipari. There it is. There it is. Nice. It is none other than Carl Anthony Towns, the cat, the cat. Now He's on the baller. Minnesota Timberwolves, drafted number one. What a team they've got right now. They do. I like it's fun team. to watch, yeah. I really want to call up Claude right now and talk about it, but I'm going to avoid it. I'm not <laughs> going to do it. Well, because we got to save it. We this, can't this give a, them too much, Claude. Show, yeah. Do it now. If we, give, if we give the audience too much Claude, it's it's like giving someone too much chocolate. What? You just get on a, a sugar high. Or too much gas. A cafe- yeah, or too much gas in the case yeah. of a monkey. Uh, yeah. Good good call, Dave. Mm-hmm. Good call. Okay. Unleaded? Unleaded. <laughs> Unleaded gas, not the leaded stuff. Diesel? <laughs> oh, come on! Okay, we'll get into different types of gas <laughs> on, on the next, next show. show. <laughs> exactly. <Anybody>? All, right. <laughs> All right, so let's head into my favorite. It's back. Why would you review that? Nice. Yes. Where, what, what place do we have today? Haven't done it in a while, man. And I, and I thought one of the last ones that we did was Disney, right? We yeah. did Disney just a while back. I thought maybe we'd go across the street. Universal Studios. How okay. about that? Oh, nice. nice. Do nice a little fair, fair really counterpart weird. there. We'll I'm do going a little... there in a couple of weeks. So. Oh, you are. Nice. So this will give you a little information. You're helping me out today, man. Okay, good. Ho-ho. First, I've got to hand off the award for longest unnecessary one-star review Sweet. to Arnold Davis. Honorable mention goes to Chris Kellison, who Chris actually wrote a longer review of 775 words. But... The writing was just far less memorable. Essay. Okay. Arnold Davis had much better writing. Arnold wrote 500-word diatribe to Universal. Diatribe. It spans decades of him coming to the park and what happened in the past 25 years that caused the park to fall into an unrecoverable disarray. At the ending, he signs off with a zinger. And I mean a zinger. He says, quote, Since Universal owns The Simpsons... It should mean more to them when I say, eat my shorts. Ooh. Uh, you won't be seeing me again. Ouch! Dang, Bart, Ouch, Bart Arnold. Simpson fan right there, man. Arnold, your award is in the mail. Oh. Hats off to you. Luckily, though, on almost all of these, by the way, guys, customer service right on their game at Universal. They responded. Yeah. My main lady, Tori, at customer service. Tori, Tori. Yeah, Tori, she responded. Uh, she said his feedback was concerning. She'd like to assist. Nice. Wow, she, said. she responded to them? That's right, directly I to them. I wonder how she assists in that situation. Uh, she gave her number and her email. Oh, That's right. Here's Tori. my address to send your shorts. To By you. the way, <laughs> our main lady, Tori, also helped out the honorable mention recipient, Chris Kellison. Nice. Also Tori's on out. fire. She was on it. Uh, our next person, Z Dwan. Z Dwan. Uh, Z had a rough time at Universal. He says, I quote, 
Our car window was broken into. Oh, man. And our property was stolen in the parking lot property. at Universal Studios. We thought this should be a safe place since we paid for the parking fee. Would not come here again. End quote. But don't worry, guys. I know you're thinking, oh, that's rough. Yeah. What's going to happen to Z? Don't worry. This time, Lisette from customer service jumped in with Lissette. a response. Are you ready for her swoop in? Yeah, hurry. Here it is. I'm sorry to hear this. Were you able to contact our security team or Orlando police? Nice. End quote. Nice. Wow. Nice, Lissette. Good, good response. Good option. Hey, mm-hmm. somebody got robbed? You should probably call the police. They'll help you out with that. Yeah. Nice. I like it. I like it. Not we'll refund your money. Not, hey, we'll pay for your parking. We'll pay for your car. Nah. Hey, call the cops. Yeah. That's that <laughs> situation <laughs> there. Hey, Check that out. Me. Good save, Lissette. Not All right, good as Tory. Jeff Dancer. Oh. Jeff Dancer. Uh, quote: Most of the staff are rude and not polite. Hmm. Not trying to be a turd here, Jeff, but that is a tad redundant, is it not? I mean, the definition of rude is not polite. That's the definition. That's like me being called ugly and not attractive at the same time. We oh. get it. I'm ugly. Which has right? been done. Not attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Before we we came on air, you guys both called me ugly and not attractive, you and suck. it was offensive. <laughs> Anywho, Jeff continues on by saying, uh, if it's raining and you go to the guest relationship room, what? they will make you stay waiting outside in the line in the rain because they don't want their floor wet. <laughs> Left the same time, dot, 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 are the rides nice? Question mark, question mark. Yep, they are. But the service and the stress that you get ruin your trip. They are horrible. Go to Disney. Wow. Yes! Go to Disney. Oh. Jeff, not to be a turd again, uh, but perhaps if you spent more time on the rides that you said were nice, uh, instead of the line for the guest relationship room which what side note i don't know what that is does anybody know what the guest relationship room is i don't know i don't know but maybe if you spent more time on the rides instead of that line yeah it'd be a better time you wouldn't be given a one-star review but don't worry guys this time michael from customer service let's go he says i'm sorry to see how frustrated you are regarding your recent trip to universal studios I'm especially concerned to see your concerns. Hmm. Note the redundancy. Mm-hmm. About disappointment with our guest services. I would like to ask you to contact us so we can discuss what happened to you in great detail. Oh. Nice save, Michael. Oh, man. Nice yeah. save. And once Lissette, again, Tori and Mike on fire. They're on it. On it. Angela Kimner. Mm. Angela. My nine-year-old begged us to get annual passes because he loves Harry Potter. That's a fact. Who doesn't? They charge you full price for children three and older. Wait, what? But my daughter is four. However, she isn't tall enough to ride any rides. Not one ride. Not even the Dr. Seuss ride. Lame. Uh. Girl, come on. Pretty much, if you're not obsessed with Harry Potter, then there's no point going. You can't even wear a hat on any of the rides. What? Angela, don't mean to jump into your tirade, but you're not making a great point when your first argument of why it's so horrible is you can't wear hats on the rides. Lame. Why do you need to look like you're going to the Kentucky Derby at Universal Studios? Why not? So she doesn't get a sunburn. (laughs) Apparently not. She's really worried about sunburns. Let's continue. They nickel and dime you over every charge. Disney is so with like six O's. Much better. They nickel and dime you too. Should they do. They do. Then she signs off with should be five and under or free. <laughs> what? Until next year. L- yeah. I, six under should be. Yeah. Exactly. Let me just throw out the question, Angela. What if your daughter still isn't tall enough at five? Ooh. Should it be six and older? Hmm. And then what if it turns out your daughter suffers from dwarfism? Should we just throw all the high yeah, requirements out suck. together? Angela. Should we get rid of the adult fees for the park altogether? Hmm. Parking fee. I'm just saying. Don't worry, though, guys. Michael jumped in. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike again. Yeah, he saves it. He saves it. He gave Angela the chance to call him or email him 
personally. Oh. Nice job, Mike. There you go, Mike. Way to go. All right. Universal Ch- customer service. Okay. Tar Nicole Payne. What? That's her name. Tar Nicole Payne. Tar? Yeah. Hmm. T-A-R-R? T-A-R. What? Unless I just wrote it down, which I could have. It could be Tara. I don't know. Who <laughs> knows? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. The tar Nicole. The quote, meh. Really summed it up, fast and to the point. Uh, Although, meh, really seems like it deserves a two or a three rating. I mean, a one star for meh. Yeah. Meh is so-so, which meh is two or three, not one. Just saying, Tar, Tara, whatever your name is. You Tar. All right, let's let's end up things with Michael Berg. Hmm. Michael says, quote, don't use my rating as reasons not to go. <laughs> All right, Mike, we won't. Okay, that's ah! it. <laughs> that's okay, it? Okay, that's it. That's it. Well, he went on for an- another paragraph, oh, okay. but I went ahead and stopped reading after yeah. that because I was like, "All right, You're well then, what am I using this for?" I yeah. like it. Anywho, all right, guys, are you ready for Jake Adams? Yes, sir. Yes. He's gonna be with us right now, guys. Stick around. We will be right back. This is ninety-five point five Spinnaker Radio. WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. We have got the comedian, Jake Adams. Jake, how's it going, man? Good, man. Let's start with your upcoming shows. You've got two shows opening for Rory Scovel in Massachusetts on the 29th and the 30th. How many times have you uh, worked with Rory before? Uh, well, currently I worked with him on the golf course this morning. We played at 6 a.m. Um, and uh, I've only opened for him a couple times, like one time in Vancouver, Canada. Uh, and he's just done my show out here at the Hollywood Improv a couple times. Uh, and we just became friends, you know. Uh, he's, uh, he's one of the funniest dudes. So anytime I can hang out with him, I always like, want to jump on that opportunity. Very nice. Now, did you meet him uh, doing your podcast, uh, Coming Up Standing, back in the day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was on that uh, a while ago. I I met him through the Todd Todd Glasses podcast, which I used to work on when I first moved to L.A. And, yeah, through that, then I, like, um, asked him to do my podcast. Got it. Very nice. Very nice. Now, those shows are in your home state, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was commenting on this the other day. Like, people will uh, out here, like, they'll go home for Thanksgiving and do shows, mm-hmm. and then uh, they'll just tell people they're going on tour, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, don't just, and then they'll make a poster for it. It's like, dude, just, just, just don't tell anybody and just do shows when you go home for Thanksgiving and get better, and then eventually be able to do a tour. I'm, uh, but <laughs> I'm going home to eat some dinner, and then I may tell some tell some jokes after that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get like a professional poster done that's just like, yo, catch me on tour, like limited time only. It's like, yeah, because that's the time that your parents bought you a plane ticket to go home. <laughs> oh. So it's kind of one of it's kind of one of those situations where I'm like in Massachusetts and Rory happened to be doing uh, like three shows out there. Very so. nice, man. I'm, I'm guessing there's a little bit of a of a 180 difference living in Cape Cod versus living in Southern California. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, Cape Cod's just so specific of a place, you know, it's just like during the summer, there's like sweaters around the waist and like lobster shorts and stuff. And during the winter, it's just like this, this small town, mm. uh, in Massachusetts, like everybody plays hockey. Uh, but I mean, yeah. And also LA is so different as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, every, every place is different, man. So true. Now I got to ask, <laughs> did you really get in a fight with a guy named Telemachus Arthur? <laughs> yeah, man, he's a punk, dude. I tried to friend him on Facebook to like see what he's up to, but he doesn't even have one. What? Uh, oh, come but, on. Yeah. Come on, Telemachus. Yeah, but you know, he's probably just like uh, working in his dad's business or something. <laughs> he's had taken the easy road, born on third base type of guy. I'll be honest. I don't know what kind of parents call their kid Telemachus. That's just uh, rich ones. That's uncalled for, man. Well, Cape Cod. <laughs> Known, obviously, for wealthy vacationing. Uh, I also recognize Cape Cod for kettle cooked chips. Yes! That's Sure. That's what I recognize. Now, that's a hometown chip. Now, do you <laughs> sort of rep for your hometown chip? Or now that they're everywhere, you see them sort of as a 
corporate sellout. You don't really rep for them anymore. Dude, honestly, I was never really connected to the chip. No? They're, yeah, their factory is like very un, uh, underwhelming on the oh. Cape. I think they outsource. It's just mm. like one industrial building. So I don't really have any ties to the to the chip. Nah. But, you know, I, I got a rep for Cape Cod CC for life. I hear you, know, you it's man. It's where my best days were. I hear, they, but, they used to have a flavor, jalapeno and cheddar. Sweet. That was the oh, greatest yeah. flavor of chip ever. And they discontinued it. Girl, come on! It was horrible. It was a dark day in my life when they got rid of that chip. Dude, it, that's messed up, man. We, they should, we should, like, riot or protest or something. Well, I don't if, think there's enough protest going on right now. So I think that uh, well, probably, you especially, know, matters, really. I was about to say, especially a riot with a purpose. That's a fact. Uh, an important purpose. I mean... If anyone from Cape Cod Chips is listening, which let's be honest, they've got to be listening. Nope. Obviously. Nope. Uh, put the chip back out, and I will guarantee that you will sell at least one bag a week. At least one yeah, bag. Let's all get our sweaters on. Go down to the factory. Timer under waist, and hold up some sides. I the like true it. Now, now, speaking of your home life. In, in Cape Cod back in the day. I read in an interview that you did uh, a while back, you said your mom used to do stand-up? Yeah, for a little bit. She did it for like seven years. And then she stopped to raise her kids, which I think was a poor choice because <laughs> I ended up uh, being a stand-up anyway. So I don't know what she was trying to like avoid by like, <laughs> being around. But, so, yeah. But she, yeah, she did stand-up for seven years. She like, came up with guys like Patrice and Bill Burr and uh, around Boston and New York, that area, and yeah, she's uh, she's been cool. She's like not um, like now she's like much more boring and like married to some dude named Jim and like drives a Prius and doesn't. <laughs> yes! Well, you really said you, you mentioned that uh, you saw her doing a joke about giving birth doggy style when you yeah. were when you were eight. Wait, what? And that she is a dirtier comic than you are now. Is is that true? Hmm. Yeah, I mean I won't really talk about the way I give birth. Like that's kinda <laughs> where I cross cross the line. But no, she honestly, yeah, she was pretty dirty and but it was just a weird experience, you know, like you're not really knowing what's real and what's fake. So, uh, you know, like in that joke I'll say like I went back to school the next week and like told my friends I was like, oh, I know how I was born. And then she <laughs> told him it was doggy style. Uh, like, you know, they just got <laughs> Does Does she ever come to your shows now? Hmm. Well, she lives, in, she lives in Baltimore now, Maryland. Yeah. So whenever I'm out there and, like, doing shows in D.C., she'll come. And, uh, you know, she if she's visiting in L.A., she, if she catches – yeah, she's been to a couple. But nice. she's so cool that, like, even when I was doing open mic, she got it. And, like, she would come to a crap open mic. And she's like, you know, this is the process. You also talk about your dad in your stand-up uh, and yeah. about how he uh, he went to jail, had a midlife crisis of going to jail. And uh, I'm going to be honest. You made him sound a little bit like Frank Rosenthal off of Casino. What? Like, that's like, because you gave him this, like, this whole, like, just rebel without a cause, but a Jewish rebel without a cause. And that's... <laughs> That's what I got in my mind. Is is your dad really? Is he is he a is he a tough guy? Is he a hard guy? No, he's not. A, he's not a tough guy. Uh, I mean, I think mentally he's tough, and he's very he's like a very smart person, but uh, not physically at all. Like I could easily handle him <laughs> if it came down to it. But yeah, he's just like I feel like he just like similar to me as well though, but like tries real hard to be cool. And since he's older, it's more apparent. Like, I can kind of pull it off. Uh, like, you know, but he, like, after I he went to jail and got out, he's, like, doing a lot better, and now he's, like, doing things the right way, which is awesome, and he just made his first movie uh, since being out of jail, and it, uh, it's going well, but, like, he's now he's just, like, he needs something to, like, feel edgy, or, like, you know, whatever that is, That so now he's just, like, into motorcycles, mm-hmm. and uh, in my, like, act, I'll say that uh, he says as a defense, just his midlife crisis, mm-hmm. But I'm always just like, no, Dad. I, I feel like going to jail was your midlife crisis. That that was a bit more of a crisis. Yes, I mean, I think people could define that as saying, "Yeah, that's a game changer right there. That one's gonna turn it around." Well, speaking of turning things around, you didn't start off in comedy. You brought you brought it up before we came on air. 
that you you first went to a professional golfer's career college. Yeah, you know, everybody makes mistakes. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't really, um, I saw it on an infomercial and I didn't get great grades in high school. And at the time, uh, my dad had some money to spend on uh, a fake thing like golf college. Uh, He certainly lost all of it when he went to jail. He's doing okay now, but... uh, yeah, I, so I did it, and it was uh, it was a two-year program. I didn't graduate. I uh, couldn't hack it. Is a joke for nobody who <laughs> uh, enjoys golf. Uh, yeah, man, it's a ridiculous place, though. Like, you have to wear golf clothes to school, to class. You go to class from 8 to 12 in the morning, and then you get to play golf the rest of the day. And it's all to... Be, like figure out how to work at a golf course like you learn everything you need to know about you could possibly figure out about working a golf course um well like, instead of spending like ten thousand dollars a semester uh you can just uh apply to work at a golf course and then you don't have to go to school <laughs> well you, you know i i looked it up after i saw that you went there i was like i gotta check this out there's actually there's actually uh, uh, a um, location not too far away from me uh, about two yeah, hours. Yeah, there's one in the Florida. Road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I could actually check out the grounds and see what's up Dude, with it. I don't know if you play golf at all, but if you were to just go down, anybody who's in the Florida area, just say you're interested in attending, and you'll get like five free rounds of golf out of it. <laughs> and they're like wine and dine you to try because they need students. Like, yeah. People are figuring out that they should, don't need this school. Yeah. So you'll really get some good stuff out of it if you show a little interest. Well, I mean, you know, that's what I was looking at. I was I was looking at the material for the school, and I was like, is there two years of material <laughs> on on golfing? That seems like I mean I mean like you could learn the ins and outs of playing golf, but. They don't really need a degree for that either. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they really stretch it out. I mean, you have a class of calligraphy, so you can learn how to draw on the scoreboards nice. better than other people. You have the history of golf. Nice. And yeah, they even have like try to do real classes, but they just put the word golf in it. Like they have uh, business ethics of golf. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and like 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 intro to law of golf. They just like put just in case you forget where you're at. Just like in throw the golf in there. That's, <laughs> it works with any class. English. Yeah, well, you don't need golf. Like, you don't need an actual professor to teach it. You can just have like some old white dude with a real passion for the game of golf. Yes. Yeah, so, like you don't actually have to have a degree or whatever. Yeah, man. So let's get back to your 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 actual career now. Uh, you have the everything show going on. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. pretty awesome. You got comedians. Uh, I saw, you know, the Lucas Brothers there, uh, Tommy Jonigan, uh, yourself, obviously. Now, that's that's every month that the Everything Show happens, right? Hmm. Yeah, at the Hollywood Improv. Uh, it was cool. Because uh, you'll get just people drop in at the Improv. So, like, last month, Adam Sandler came and did a set. Uh, we've had, like, Judd Apatow. And, uh, it's, uh, but... More, more than that, it just, it's cool to do a show out here at Beneficial because it's it's tough to get stage time until you like really make it and get like a bunch of TV credits. So yeah. uh, in well, the meantime, it's just a way of, of, of working your way up. I saw I saw the uh, the picture you posted on Instagram of Adam Sandler, and I was like, wow, did Adam Sandler do the everything show? Because that's pretty crazy right there. Yeah, yeah, twice actually. Luckily enough, he just came by. Now... How do you how do these shows go? Is it all stand up, or is there sketch comedy involved, or is it just stand up? No, we try to mix in uh, stand up and hip hop. So the the dude I started the show with was a rapper, mm-hmm. and uh, he doesn't do the show anymore. But uh, he influenced it in so way that he would just like he knew a bunch of rappers locally around LA uh, that were coming up. So we'd always have like open and close the show with with you know like a, like a good rapper. And I feel like it, it creates a good vibe for a comedy show. To, so just mix it up like that. Now, I don't know if you've uh, heard of him, but we actually have him coming on the show. He's in L.A. now. He used to be from Houston. Fat Tony, uh, rapper out of Houston. Very good rapper. He now lives in L.A. You might want to check him out for your show. Just saying. Yes! He's, uh, okay. He's pretty okay. good. He was on ASAP's uh, first album. Uh, he's featured on there. He's featured on a couple of Spotify playlists. He's got a couple million streams now. He's coming up. He'd be a good person to have on the show. Damn, dude. Shout out that Tony. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Check him out. Exactly. Uh, speaking of other shows, you used to do the Todd Glass show. Yeah, yeah. When I first moved to L.A., uh, Todd's 
he's just like a like so welcoming to newer comedians mm. and uh he really helped shape just uh like my you know like relationships that i still have today of uh you know like because i get to hang out with rory is through todd and like getting my show at the improv is, is through todd uh but also it was just cool to be around people who are like that funny so early on and uh just watch them you know like do a podcast and stuff well uh listeners in massachusetts get your tickets at either iron horse on the 29th or the ones ballroom on the 30th yeah for the one on the 30th for sure the 30th for sure yeah all right all right for Jake Adams and Rory Scoville, it's going to be a really good night. And if you want to catch up with Jake, you can find him on Instagram at JakeAdams3 or, or on Twitter at JakeMAdams. Did I get that backwards? Is that right? No, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's and then the website, JakeAdamsComedy.com. Jake, I want to thank you for being on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, you do thorough research. I try, man. I try to be a good journalist whenever I do interviews. What can I say? Yes! But thanks again. We'll be right back on the Doc G Show. Right now, we're going to hear Breakhaven with three hours to Barnwell. God, that's going to start things off. Yeah, you that should start int- off like that. Oh, oh, an interesting yawn to start off the sum up. Am I right? My gosh, he was ready to go there. We are back, guys. That was Jake Adam. Comedian Jake Adams, who puts on the Everything Show every month 
at the Hollywood Improv. Can you believe that? Adam Sandler was there just a mere month ago. Oh, dang. That's right. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly, our show hasn't got Adam Sandler yet. One day. We will. One day, one day. Yeah, probably next this week. This chair is waiting we'll for him. We'll see. Yep. Yep. That one. He'll feel really special when he comes in and sets on our red chair in the corner. That's very no. upright. Right? Give him any <laughs> lax room no at all. Cushion. It's tough. It's a tough room. Anywho. Take that sand, man. If you guys get a chance, check out Jake on his website, in person, at his shows. He's going to be with Rory Scovel uh, on the 29th and the 30th in the big mass. Massachusetts at the Iron Horse. The big mass. Yeah, man. So check him out up there. Check out Rory. It's going to be a good time. Anywho, guys, we just also heard a music uh, break from Breakhaven before this. Very good, man. Very good jam. He used to work out at the gym with me all the time, that fella. Really? Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. And now he's just dominating the world with his music. That's a fact. Yeah. And breaking havens. Uh, I don't know what that means. Who knows? It's a think piece by Justin. What? Guys, it's about that time, but I do want to shout out our next shows because, my gosh, are they good. Yeah, man. Loaded. My dear Lord, are they fantastic. We've got the Thanksgiving Day special coming up next week, which if you guys are listeners, which you are because you're listening right now, Mm -hmm. you should listen again because it's an awesome show. We've got Black berry smoke on the show blackberry smoke guys they they have played on the leno show jay leno before he he retired he played on conan he played on played on stephen colbert he's been on the cover of rolling stone my gosh on and on right the thanksgiving special join us it's going to be a thanksgiving fest after that we got fat tony from houston Millions of streams on Spotify just talking about Whataburger and whatnot. I love Rapping it. Rapping through the drive My goodness. Then December 6th, we got the Curries. Fantastic Americana band slash folk band out of uh, out of Charlottesville, uh, Virginia. Nice. And then on December 13th, we got Andy Frasco and the UN. Say what? Out of L.A. Andy My gosh. And the UN. My gosh. Strap yourselves in for some fantastic shows. Strap yourself some people. It's going to be a month. It's going to be a bumpy ride. It's going to be an entertaining month. Twists and turns, curves in the road. But for now, guys, we got to end the radio menage. Radio Um, atois. Yeah, that's right. The radio atois. You were correct. We got to end it, guys. We don't have to, do we? We do. We do, because it's the the end of our block. Why? Because they won't let us go any longer. Dang. And literally, the radio station will just cut what? us off. Don't cut us trying off. To hold us Anywho, down. guys. All right. We'll try to not let the man hold us down. We'll negotiate for a little bit more time next time. But so did they really cut you off, though? Girl, no, probably not. I don't. Uh, I don't I know. Say, I was logistics. We don't need. I was just gonna yell for five minutes and then next show just yell for an hour long. We get the point. Anywho, I have been your host, Doc G. With me has been the radio trio, Justin, Hype City, Evangelista. Yeah! That was a high five. And (laughs) Dave, Burley Man, Berlin, the most interesting man in the world. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Until next week, zip it up and zip it out.